Everyone, shut up. Podcast. This is dark. <laughs> Voice activation. I really Immediately followed like... by a death. Immediately someone dies after that sentence is said. In a horrendous way. I really was like... Did I travel back in time? Are we doing Borat? What is... What? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> yeah, that's my Borat impression. Uh, my wife. My... <laughs> my... You know, world worldwide phenomenon. The classic line. My wife. My wife. You stay away from my wife. Also, you know, the Terminators, I'll be back! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys what is, and girls. What is grief if not love persevering? Or whatever the fuck. Pause. Like, what's the deal? Like, I know you don't watch WandaVision. <laughs> what are people talking about? It makes it's the best no line. Sense. God, if you think about it, if you think <laughs> about it, that's the best line ever written in any screenplay ever. That's the sound of uh, of every screen fa- screenwriter in the world oh, saying fuck it? at the same time. Oh. So stupid. We were all 14. <laughs> we were all 14. I get it. I remember there's, walking out. There's of- never been a better line in any movie or Martin Scorsese movie except for this line. This is the best line ever written. I remember hearing I Am Iron Man and being like, has a film ever done anything like this? Oh my lord, revolutionary. I I am Spartacus. I am Spartacus, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Everyone outside and in between. Welcome. Welcome back. My name is Sam Bannigan. And I am Andrew Thomas. This is a movie discussion podcast. We watch a movie. We talk about it. We talk about other topics that come up as well. Yeah. And there's goofs. Some topical, some not. Some absolutely not. not. (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes we just want to vibe for an hour. Yeah. And and that's how it, it, listen to Contagion if you want to hear us vibe for an hour. (laughs) Oh, dang. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Remember Contagion? No. No, um, not really. My, <laughs> uh, how are you doing this week, I haven't Andrew? seen how it for a doing? whole year. <laughs> That's how I'm doing. Um, right. <laughs> um, no, I'm doing well. I'm doing pretty all right. Poop and dog has, has ceased. Great. Uh, uh, you know, just hang it on. Yeah. How about Watching you? anything good, Ooh. reading anything good, playing anything good. What what you what you got up to this week, baby? I don't know what this vibe I'm in today baby. is. I watched Life of Pi. That was nice. It was very good. Um, a lot of YouTube. YouTube is just a lot of yeah. interviews. <laughs> a lot of like, yeah. just like. The closer looks of Seth Meyers from like 2015. Sure. A lot of those. Yeah. Hell yeah. Speaking of interviews, uh, John Mulaney is apparently out of rehab and doing quite well. Oh, that's good to hear. 
kind of a throwback to did you I don't watch know, how the many videos? episodes ago? Did you? Watch I did. The interview? What did you think? Yeah, it was sad. Oh, it was hard to watch. I was like, oh, oh lordy, just knowing what was happening. I guess yeah. if I had watched it before, I knew it would probably would have been very weirdly funny. But knowing what was going on, I was like, this is depressing to watch. I get that. When I watched it, it was like the day after the election when they were still doing the results. It was the mm. nicest, like, you're not alone. You're, you, yeah. We're all going crazy. Yeah. Knowing and the, the context, of course, is, is rough. But it was still, yeah. I'll hold on to that. Yeah, no, I get it. Um, but yeah, he's apparently doing good in outpatient uh, stuff. So, shout outs, John Mulaney. Good job. He he was in there for a whole insurrection. He went in, and America was on fire, and he came out, yeah. and now America's in a cold civil war. Dear yeah. Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of cold civil war, 2020. Oh, wait, no, I have. Nothing. No, no. Oh, oh, this is Fine, Sam let's Manning. talk about 2009's no. 2012. No, Sam Bannigan, how are you? How are you, my, my guy? I am pretty good. I got some new tattoos. Ooh. I'm feeling fresh. Where, where are these uh, tattoos? Uh, it's a cockroach they? tattoo that says the raddest roach on my knee. And then like a, a, like a painting my grandma did on the back of my leg. Oh. How nice. Yeah. They're very nice. Uh, big fan of tattoos. I went to a fire yesterday. A, a nice distant fire. A fire? Yeah. Just like like a bonfire? Like a little camp. Like, uh, like someone had a fire yeah, pit yeah, in their yeah. backyard. That's cool. That's and cool. And we sat and we had some drinks away from some friends but in the same vicinity. It was nice. Um, seeing other people. That's good. Was it like the first time you were hanging out? Yeah, I haven't seen anybody other than my roommates and like my roommate's girlfriend since the beginning of December. Ah. So, it was great seeing other people. Um uh and video games are cool playing lots of video games that's cool that's good and dnd is also cool watching dnd stuff Ooh, dnd hell yeah hell yeah hell on earth roland (laughs) emmerich's 2012 2012 2009's 2012 we watched it we saw it we did Mr. Sam Bannigan, my cool tattoo boy, what'd you think? It's not good. Uh, It's not good. It's not bad, but it's nowhere near good. But it's not mediocre, is the thing. Like, (laughs) it's definitely on the back. It's not... It's not bad, but it's not mediocre. It's not bad, it's not mediocre. 
And it's not good. It's like somewhere in this weird ephemeral. That's how all my girlfriends would describe me. <laughs> That's untrue. <laughs> um, it's like in this weird ephemeral, like I would never want to watch this movie ever again, but also I, I was fine watching it, I guess. You wouldn't get sloshed and watch this movie. No. Uh, especially considering it's almost three hours fucking long. I started it this morning, and I like my eyes popped out of my head. <laughs> yeah, I saw that I, like, one I time. I checked it. I checked it on Netflix like yesterday, and I was like, two forty. What? How? <laughs> I thought I was. This was going to be an hour forty-five max. <laughs> have, you, have you seen this movie before? Yes, I saw this movie, I think the same day I saw James Cameron's Avatar. Really? Yeah, they were yeah. out at the same time, my dude. Yeah, I I was in, I think, Vienna with my dad, and we saw both of these films. I, th- I know we saw them in the same theater. I don't know if we saw them in the same day. See, but it was certainly close. That's why you don't like Avatar. You, don't, you must have mixed it up with this movie. See? No, I definitely don't like Avatar. <laughs> Avatar is it. also bad. I'm not going to rewatch Avatar. Avatar is also bad. For those sequels, uh, my, my man. 2022, I hope. I hope, please, James. I'm out. Um, uh, Can I tell you something weird? Please. Uh, yeah. I just, I remember seeing Avatar when I was young. And I was like, yeah, it was a pretty good movie. And then over the years, I was like, actually, nah, it was pretty weak. I've thought was weak this entire time, but Sam, I watched it recently. Yeah, it's I know we talked about fire. This. I think last. Oh, week. was it? <sighs> I don't remember what I say. People, forgive me. You had a moment where he, where he, the scene where he flies, he jumps on. the Oh, dragon. I did. Dang. <laughs> I, I when I say I have nothing going on, I have nothing going on. <laughs> Um, Have we come full circle? Are we back to losing our minds? Yes. Remember when we were losing our minds for like a month and then everything got normalized and now are we back? I think so. Anyway, (laughs) uh, what did you think of 2009's 2012? The entire time watching this movie, I was like, dang, remember Independence Day? I love Independence Day. Independence Day is great. (laughs) I should watch Independence Day. Well, welcome to Earth. Jeff Goldblum, Will Smith, a combo that could never fail. <laughs> uh, this movie's fine. I Didn't they make a second one? Didn't they make a new Independence Day like re- recently? Wasn't that a thing that happened? Independence Day resurgence. Oh, no. <laughs> How do you hear a That's title worst and you already know? That's the worst name I've ever heard for a movie. I, oh my god. I remember I remember being in my apartment complex, like walking around. I forget why I was walking. I checked my phone. I remember seeing that on Twitter. In the new Independence Day sequel, Independence Day Resurgence. And I almost cried. <laughs> I was like, what? They they have a very specific audience that they want to come see to go see that movie, and they nailed it. <laughs> Resurgence? Yeah. 
god. Well, it's like the it's like this is sort of related. Um, like in the same year at uh, at E3, this like big video games press conference thing, like three different video games were announced with the ti- with like a subtitle of like forever. It was like Halo Infinite doom eternal and another one and someone was like halo infinite doom eternal video games forever and i was like that's good that's funny <laughs> i just want that but for movies but for movies good lord sci-fi <coughs> always sci-fi alien is back alien is back <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, but no, 2012. Yeah, this movie's. I don't know. It's fine. <sighs> yeah. Like, I enjoyed myself. I understand where 14 year old Andrew Thomas was like, cool. Even then, I wasn't like, this is awesome. I was just like, all right. Yeah. yeah okay. Now I'm like, okay. It looks cool. Sometimes it's nice to shut off your brain and see the White House get smushed by a aircraft carrier. But, yeah. Can I tell you a weird... I texted you this because I didn't want to forget. <laughs> His ID is wrong. This is such a weird detail that is wrong in this movie. When he shows his ID to um, uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor mm-hmm. uh, at Yellowstone, his name is it's in the wrong order. It's Jackson, comma Curtis, but it should be Curtis, comma Jackson, because his name is Jackson Curtis. Somewhere in the world, there's a prop master right now saying, "Don't." Somewhere, it's like, somewhere I was in like, the world. <laughs> I like saw it and I was like, "Is his name Curtis Jackson?" But then everyone calls him Jackson, and then when Chuatel Ejiofor like holds up his book, it says Jackson Curtis. And people call him Mr. Curtis, like the rest of the movie. I was like, I'd like had to check on Letterboxd, like what his character's name was, just to be sure. I was like, did they fuck up that bad? And yeah, his character's name is Jackson Curtis, and his ID says Jackson, Curtis, which is wrong. Roland, this is something that happened on our Earth. All right, cut. Oh, Mr. Emmerich, the name's wrong. No one's going to pay attention. I paid attention. And then Eleven I years later on a podcast, <laughs> and I think it's weird. It's just, I think it's weirdly indicative of how much like care went into this movie, which is very little. CGI is pretty good. The CGI is pretty good. I believed I saw that many uh, tsunamis. Yeah, the but ocean. there's. Oh, the ocean floor. What am I saying? <laughs> Just throughout this whole movie, I feel like this movie has... We're talking about... We're getting into it, baby. Here we go. Yeah. I feel like this whole movie has this weird... Like, it doesn't know what it's trying to be. Is it trying to be funny? Is it trying to be serious? Yes. Like, it's just back and forth at the worst times. I'm like, what are you doing? Yes. I was just, like, almost in tears because Chiwetel Ejiofor was, like, saying goodbye to his dad. And now we're like, like, that's a big plane. I <laughs> that's was, a big plane. I was like, it's Russian. Like, what the fuck are you saying, my guy? It's so weird. I don't know True Tell Dad Edgeofor's dad's name in this movie, but bringing out the the the, the acting chops. <laughs> right. 
I was in like, the middle of this movie. In 2012? <laughs> in 2009? 2012? What is this? <laughs> On the verge of tears. Like, oh, yeah. one day I'm going to have to have this call. Like, I might be face to face, but oh, parents, death, Lord. We're going to yeah. need a bigger plane. <laughs> it's so weird and like the shot of like the train coming out of the like side of the cliff thing when they're like flying the plane it like comes over them and J- john cusack's like wow i'm like what the fuck is happening that's people are dying i all over you <laughs> ah! yeah oh. i also love that every so the solution to every problem is getting a plane it's like if you're in a plane you're fine Nothing's ever gone wrong in planes. Nothing's ever gone wrong in planes. You know the famous saying. The famous saying. Um, uh, but do you want to talk about this? Cast yeah, let's hop before, right into before it. Before we get too crazy. Yeah. Shout out number one, Johan Erb, <laughs> who played Sasha. The Russian, like, pilot assistant guy. Oh, yeah. He's the best part of this movie. Yeah, I remember. It's weird watching movies now, having, like, a decade of, uh, of, uh, oh, no, I don't know words. What's the word? When you look back on something, you reminisce. It's not reminisce. Nostalgia? No. Reflection? Uh, uh. uh... Reflection? Reminisce? No. What are you trying- when you look back on your life, uh, reflection, no, if reflection, let's say reflection. Sure. It's like I time travel with myself because I remember being like, yeah, that guy. And I remember 11 years ago being like, yeah, that guy. <laughs> the same, like the same exact thought went through this yeah. brain. It was weird. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but he's, he's the best part of this movie. It is. He is. Uh, he's fucking dope uh he he gets so sad when he goes spoiler alerts uh he gets i was so sad when he died i was like no yeah right no No, my guy he sacrificed himself for the greater good yeah the greater Um, good uh morgan lily and liam james play the two kids i think they do a really good job i just wanted to shout them out actually yeah they were Uh, really good i like them a lot especially morgan lily um she did a great job um uh tom mccarthy playing gordon the stepdad (laughs) well not stepdad they aren't married it's it's her boyfriend mom's friend um yeah he was good he was a good non-dirtbag stepdad in movies like yeah. this, I imagine this character to be a dirtbag, but he wasn't. And he still he dies not. a cruel death. <laughs> Hold up. Hold the phone. Back up. This guy wrote and directed Spotlight. Wait, what's his name? Tom McCarthy. He also wrote Up. And Christopher Robin, but up. <laughs> and a bunch of other stuff. He's written a bunch of movies. Well, look at him go. But he wrote and directed Spotlight. He must have had a favor from Mr. That's... Roland Emmerich. 
crazy. He's an actor in a lot of bad movies, but he's in he's in Pixels. Did you talk see about Pixels? a disaster movie? I refuse to see Pixels. Oh, it was exactly what you thought. I also yeah, watched Tom and Jerry. I saw that. I did oh, that yeah? this week. Um, How is that? Exactly what you expect. I heard it's horrendously bad. Oh no, no, it's not. It's not good. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> Horrendously bad. I'd rather watch this yeah. than a that Tom and Jerry movie than a lot of other movies. All right. Animation was okay. I liked what they were doing with it. Uh, yeah. I like Colin Jost. Great. And Michael uh, Pena. Michael Pena is the king. Yeah, Michael Pena is the king. Um, we got Oliver Platt. Uh, yeah as carl something i met him once he was cool really i feel i haven't seen this guy do anything in so long i so like retire is he just like chilling yeah he hasn't been in anything lately oh he's in something with uh what's his your boy um what's his name dan stevens dan stevens i love dan stevens he's a cutie send it is in a movie called The Ticket with Dan Stevens. Ooh, I guess I'm watching it him does in not the have good. It does not have good reviews. Well, I take that back. But it's there. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I've, I always have, I've seen this guy in a lot of stuff, and he's always good. Oh, he was in I'm Thinking of Ending Things. Who was he? He was like the, he was like the voice, the like narrator guy. Oh, okay, okay. I was like, there's five anyway. people in that movie. Yeah, there's five people in that movie, and it's not Oliver Platt. No, uh, <laughs> but Oliver Platt does a good job. Uh, speaking of doing a, a good job in, you know, role of a lifetime. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's a bad joke to make. Uh, Danny Glover. <laughs> Don't you ever put any disrespect on my man, <laughs> on my man Danny's name. Don't you ever... Take that back. I take it back. Danny Glover's great. I love Danny Glover. I just think it's hilarious that he's in this movie. Yeah. It is it is hilarious. Could you, you not think imagine? he's too old for this shit? Oh this yeah, no, unquestionably. He knew that. <laughs> he knew that 30 years ago. Um could you imagine seeing a huge tidal wave just hurling towards you? What'd you do? I would just be like, I, I would just be like, take me. <laughs> it's all you can do. Like at a certain point, <laughs> just like remember in Avengers Endgame when Hulk snaps his fingers, they wakes up and there's an alien spaceship hovering over him. Yeah, and he sees it shoot a bomb. What do you do? Game and scream. Yeah. Huh? Sucks. No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> sucks. <laughs> I like sucks. <laughs> it was like fuck. Ah, ah, dang. Well, that's uh, uh, what about the good Sandy Newton? 
She she's great at a lot of things. Wish she had more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she, she is, is the great. president's I daughter. Thandie. I love Thandy Newton. Yeah. And I wish she had more to do other than I don't know, kiss Chiwetel Ejiofor at the end. Yeah. Uh, Woody Harrelson is also in this film. Oh, just chewing up that scenery. I love it, don't yeah. you? He's ha- he's having the time of his life. <laughs> he's the only person. Yeah. Yeah. He's the only person in that cast who truly knows what this movie is. Oh, 100%. Chiwetel che- treats everything like Shakespeare, so I don't count him. But everyone else. Yeah. Everyone else is so serious. And Woody Harrelson's like, bro, my character dies because he's standing in front of a volcano. I don't know what you want from me. Uh, uh, and then our, our our main man, star of the hit film, 2020's Locked Down. Excuse you, 2021. Uh, Sorry, 2021's Locked Down, Chiwetel Ejiofor. Again, he's bringing true levity in, in, in the scenes that he's in. Like, or not is, levity. That's not the word. I'm, uh, he's like bringing like it. gravitas. Gravitas, thank you. Um, yeah. He, yeah. The words coming out of his mouth are are nonsense. Who knows what he, who knows, man. But, but boy, does he is sell it. Fucking great. He's like, good, good. When the movie like opened with like him seeing like his friend in India, I was like, "Is this movie good? Because this is good so far." <laughs> I was like, "Oh snap! Oh snap!" Because I was I was dreading it. I because I was I was looking for disaster movies, and I was like, "Day yeah. after tomorrow or 2012." Then I went to sleep, saw your text, and was like, "Let's just do 2012. Why not?" Sure. Yeah. 2009's 2012. That's funny by itself. So hey. <laughs> that is the best goof of this movie. We can't top it. We're going to talk for an hour and we won't be able to top 20, 2009's 2012. But like for a solid like 15 minutes, I was like, oh, is this movie actually oh. going to be great? Yeah. And then... and then it cuts to John Cusack like looking at his watch and being like, I'm a dead man. And I'm like, oh, no, it's not. Uh, oh, never uh... mind. See, Uh-oh. oops. Even then, oh, no. I was like, oops. "We can still have some fun." I like a cheesy B movie, but it's not even. We'll get to rolling. No. Amanda Pete, right? She's next, or Amanda Pete? Uh, I really like Amanda Pete. Yeah, I think she's great. She... I don't know. She is like one of the first people I saw naked in a movie. So in my life. What? I, I remember renting, or not renting, had to be renting. Someone rented, not me, a mother or a father rented a movie called The Whole Nine Yards, and she's naked in that yeah. movie. Okay. And I remember watching it and going, <gasps> Yeah. She has the longest and most specific bio I've ever seen on Letterboxd. Mm-hmm. This is crazy look at this you have to scroll i'm on my ipad and you have to scroll down yeah to read it all look at this specific it has like her exact height this is so weird yeah miss pete be 
be specific. Um, again, she's she's good at this. She's a she's it's, a good actress. It talks about like her grandparents. Sorry, she's talking. It talks about her grandparents in this bio. What's happening? Uh, she's a good actress. It talks about her grandparents. It talks about her grandparents. This is the weirdest bio. Everyone who, if you have a letterbox, go look up Amanda Peet and read her bio because it's so long. Her it talks about how her parents are divorced. And her grandfathers were a businessman. I, I, I'm so confused by this bio. Yeah, I like Amanda Peet. I want to see her do more stuff. Yeah. She's really good. She's married to Bidios, Bidios or Weiss. Is that their names? The Game of Thrones guys? Really? She's married to one of them. You know, that is one thing that is not in her bio. <laughs> <laughs> Letterboxd, I don't think. Hold on. I saw an interview with her recently, and she was like, I don't want my husband to tell me anything. He runs the show, but I love the show. Oh, David Benioff. Yeah. She was like, I don't want the show spoiled, so just keep it all in your office. It was great. That's funny. Is it time to talk about the the guy? I wish I remembered the song and say anything. I would sing it right now. His bio was also really long. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> um, I know his John sister Jane. Cusack. Yeah, what is the song and say anything? Da, 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 da. It's something like that. I'm gonna look it up. Hold on. <laughs> um. Yeah, Joe John Cusack's in this movie. He he is in this movie, isn't he? Have within you- your reach. Yeah. Yeah. What has John Cusack been up to? Fucking nothing, man. (laughs) Um, He's been in almost a hundred movies. And all they all came out in the nineties. And Um, they all came out in the nineties and one in two thousand nine. Yes. Uh, the last movie. Oh, he's. Oh, oh. I heard he was this? great in Love and Mercy, and that came out a few years ago. He was in a movie that came out two years ago. That was the last one? That was his last film. Oh, okay. It was a movie called Never Grow Old from 2019. Ooh. Starring Emily Hirsch. Emile Hirsch, sorry. Ah, Emile Hirsch, Into the Wild. Um, he's been in a bunch of stuff that I've never heard of. Identity. Okay, from okay, I just want to see what happens. I just want to see how many of these movies you have seen or heard of. Okay, since 2012, the movie 2012. Yes, of course. In 2009. Uh, one easy hot tub time machine. Of course, seen it. Shanghai? No, never heard of it. The Factory? No, never heard of it. The Raven? Yes, The Raven. I've seen <laughs> I've seen The Raven. Okay. Uh, love that movie. The Paperboy? Good friend Thomas McGee. Uh, yes, with Zac Efron. Yeah, uh, The Numbers Station? <laughs> I've never heard of that a day in my life. What? The Numbers Station? Wait, pause. The Numbers 
station. What is this? Uh, it looks like is a it a shitty... Sesame Street Street movie? When the moral values of a longtime wet work black ops agent is tested during his last operation, he what? received an unfavorable psych evaluation. Who's in it? Who else is in it? John Cusack, Malin a- Ackerman. Ah, uh, yes. Um, uh, Hannah Murray, Liam Cunningham, Lucy Griffith, Griffiths. Bunch of people I don't know. Uh, directed by Casper Barfode. The ghost? What? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He's in a movie called Adult World. Never heard of it. The Frozen Ground. Never heard of it. The Butler. Yes, Lee Daniels, the butler? Yes, he is in that movie, yeah. He's in that. Salinger. No. We Are Not Animals. No, never heard of it either. Grand Piano. Never heard of this. The Bagman. Oh, hell yeah, The Bagman. You ain't never heard about The Bagman? (laughs) I've never heard about The Bagman. Maps to the Stars. The Bagman is so bad. I have not seen it, but I want (laughs) to see it very badly. It's one of those movies that's been on my watch list for a while. Yeah, yeah. Maps to the Stars. Yes, that one. Drive Hard. No. The Prince. No, never heard of it. Love and Mercy. Yes. Reclaim. No, never heard of it. Dragon Blade. Never heard of it. Dragon Blade. Hot Hot Tub Time Machine 2. No, I didn't see Hot Tub Time Machine 2. Spike Lee's uh, She-Rock. I've heard of it. Shyrock. Shyrock, sorry. Uh, boom Bust Boom. Looks like a movie with puppets in it. Ooh, I know I'm going to watch it soon then. <laughs> Cell? Cell? Arsenal? No. Blood Monkey? Nah, Blood Monkey. Singularity? No, never heard of it. Distorted? Never heard of it. River Runs Red? Ooh, never heard of it. And then Never Grow Old, the last one he did. Dang, John! He is on the poster for most of these films. <coughs> and he looks ridiculous in all of them. Yeah. <clears throat> he, he makes me wonder why Nicolas Cage has the reputation he does, but not John Cusack. I feel like they should be right up there with each other. I think because John Cusack, this is mean. I don't know if I should say that about John Cusack. Oh, no. I'm going to say it. Again, I think he's a good actor. He's kind of forgettable. (laughs) I kind of always forget that he's in movies. I kind of forgot he was in 2012. You know what I mean? Like, he showed up and I was like, oh, yeah, John Cusack is, uh, one, alive. Also, two, in this movie. (sighs) He's coming back after the pandemic. It's going to be the Cusack 2020. The 2020 Cusack years. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah, I don't know. He's fine. Uh, that's the cast of 2012. Yeah, we got to move on. Uh, Roland Emmerich, writer-director, uh, co-writer, uh, Harold Klosser. Who's Mr. Harold um, Klosser? 
Uh, he wrote 2012, 10,000 BC, and Moonfall. He is mainly a composer. He composed the music for uh, The Day After Tomorrow, so we would have talked about him anyway. Rem- he also did the music for 2012. Remember 1,000 BC? Good God. 10,000 10, BC. 10,000 BC? Good God. I never saw it, so. I was like, yo, this is going to be the best movie ever made. Also directed by Roland Emmerich. That Wild. doesn't shock me. And I saw it, and I was so disappointed I was kicking a rock out of the theater there was just a rock there who who would have guessed it um oh Roland Emmerich did Independence Day yes he did I didn't know that love Independence Day well he fucked up somewhere somewhere along the way he fucked up and I don't know I don't know what happened I can't tell you <laughs> Oh, he also directed The Day After Tomorrow. What the fuck? Yeah. The Disaster King, Roland Emmerich. Roland? What are you doing? Anyway, what do you think of the direction? Real quick. Uh, I we like gotta, the direction. We gotta get I, I think the direction is fun. The script is, 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 is toilet paper. Uh, yeah. Like, usually I don't like to dog on scripts because, you know, I don't know. But... Ooh, weef. Oofa doofa. Oofa doof. And he wrote We're it, gonna so... need a bigger plane. But, like, all the actions, uh, the thrilling scenes are, are f- well directed. Uh, you know, there are moments where it's meant to be cheesy, and sometimes it lands, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. But, yeah. What did you think? It's not great. I don't like it. I don't know. <laughs> Stick to make a goofy disaster movie or make a serious disaster movie. Don't do this weird flip flopping bullshit. I don't know what this movie is trying to say. I don't know what the point of this movie is. Because it seems like for a while, oh, rich people are bad because they bought, they made these boats and they, and they did all this stuff. But then at the end, we're supposed to like celebrate that. They all lived like it's really weird and confusing. This is the weird morality stuff I was talking about. Like, I don't know what this movie is like wanting to do. Yeah, this movie is an American made movie. Eight years after 9-11. There are moments where buildings were falling down. And I was like, oh, we. Yeah. Imagine being eight it's years away. Like, yeah, it's also like. And notice this right at the very tail end. It's kind of weirdly racist because it's like, they're like, oh, the highest point in the world is now in Africa. And then someone else is like, it probably never even flooded. It's like, wait, hold on. You could have just gone to Africa this whole time and been Gucci? What happened? What are you talking about? They, I thought they said, I thought it just came up faster. So, so it said, so they said that the whole continent, like, rose but then one of the one of the one of the other characters said it likely never even flooded maybe he was just talking about the peak the very the tippity top they're talking at the time they're talking about the entire continent of africa I don't it's know, really weird all all this all the script is just goobly glob they could have yeah, just been saying But no, I mean, hey. Africa's pretty cool. 
never been, but I, I think it would be cool. Africa seems fucking dope. Uh, Heard lots of lots of great tales of of friends who are from or have been to Africa. I have. They praise the rain. Um, I bless those rains, man. Or is it bless the rain? I bless the rains down in Africa because it covers up the moon, so I don't turn into a werewolf. Because <laughs> that song is about a man who's a werewolf. <laughs> Nothing I take away from you. There's nothing that a hundred men or more could ever do. A hundred thousand men. No, it's a hundred men. Wait, hold on. But 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 a hundred men have to stop this one guy. He must be so strong. Like a werewolf would be so strong. I bless the rain. There's a vet. I have a very crazy long theory about how that song is about a werewolf. I would love to hear it. <laughs> not not now. We'll get there. Let's talk about Patri- the movie on the on the bo- bonus Patreon episode. Not for this month, but next month. Next month, God, we'll do. I gotta edit that after we're done here. <laughs> um, um, uh, yeah, just this movie. I don't know. Like, I really, honestly, like, I was trying to figure it out the whole time. What this movie is like trying to say? What is it trying to do? Like, what's the? Yeah, it's never. It's just very confusing. Like that shitty Russian dude who's like shitty the whole movie. Like, dies saving his son, and it's like, am I supposed to feel? Is this a redemption for him? What's happening? Honestly, I think it's it's truly this movie's truly just. Hey, just turn off your brain. Like, movies, should they do that? I don't know. But this movie's really just like, hey. Isn't it fun to see Nepal just wiped out by by a, by a tsunami? No! No, it's not! <laughs> A little Jerry Seinfeld there. No, it's not! Uh, I, I just uh, it's just so weird like in a movie about something like obviously the the 2012 apocalypse was bullshit and all that blah 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 whatever um but like an, in a movie that it that is about like a serious thing like the end of the world and it's taking itself so seriously i just find it so weird that it like has a not significant, insignificant amount of runtime dedicated to like kind of being goofy in, in like a, in like a major way. That's like, why is this happening? Like what's going on? Aren't we trying to, aren't we trying to be emotional right now? Like billions of people have just died in horrendous ways in like awful, awful ways. Burn, squish. Their government wow. lied to them. Like they were, they were not warned about. Like all of this shit is so bad. But at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, but it's like a nice day outside. I don't know. Go stand on the deck of this boat that we built. You did. You truly needed a Titanic. I forget the name of the hymn, but when the band is played and you see everyone on the ship, like mentally preparing themselves for death. You needed yeah. one moment like that in this movie. A true, like, oh, yeah, government lied. 
people died. And also, living in 2021 and seeing that, and they don't address it. I don't, it's weird. It's odd. Yeah, it's so weird. Directors aren't supposed to be time travelers. But, there. this movie is very, it does take itself seriously. There are moments of cheesy B-gloriness. And also, yeah, it came out right after Avatar. Or right before, actually. CGI was a big thing. A studio just probably wanted to flex. And they did flex. What do you, what do you want me to say? Yeah, I guess. I just, it's just, it still feels so weird watching it. Like being like, I don't know. I don't know. I just think all all disaster movies are so strange. Just just at large, like does that just the concept of like yeah, let's make a movie about the end of the world, and and it's going to be a comedy. Like unless you're going full comedy, like this is the end or something, which is not great. But like at least it's just like yeah, we're just going to be absolutely ridiculous the entire time. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, cool, that's fine. But if you're going to take yourself seriously like this. Like I don't know. It's why it's why shit like Godzilla, the mod, like 2014's Godzilla, doesn't really work for me. Because mm-hmm. it's like you're taking yourself so seriously, and you have a giant fucking lizard like shooting lasers out of its mouth. Like, what are you, what are you talking about? Let them fight. It's like, yeah, sure, that's cool, but also that's a giant lizard with a laser coming out of its mouth. Like, what are you talking about? If you do want to take it seriously, just I don't know. Uh, but yeah, it has to be paced like a blockbuster. It can't be paced like a like the farewell. But this is like two hours and fifty minutes. Like the, it's not like they didn't have the runtime to like figure it out. Yeah, they clearly didn't really have many restrictions on like how like the studio wasn't like this needs to be a ninety minute, you know, in and out sort of thing. They were like, yeah, I don't know, fucking three hours long. Because, like, Independence Day is, cl- is unity. As flimsy as it is, it's about unity. The, yeah. the, the whole crux of the film. That's what it's about. And this, and, and this one is just... It's like hope that, hope that the people in power are lucky, are, like, nice, I guess. Hope there's a Chiwetel Ejiofor on the boat who's like, yeah, I don't know, open up the doors. Yeah. I read this book once, if, and it was pretty dope. Yeah. Like, if you want to have these, like, yeah, I guess this is, dang, now I'm really not liking this movie. Remember when I said it was fine? Like, have yeah. your weaving plot lines. Follow John Cusack. Follow Chiwetel Ejiofor. Follow the Russian guy. Follow all these people. And have that moment when you know, they finally intersect. Have it mean something. Maybe the, the, the government guys are fully bad and John Cusack's the only one to stop it. Keep that information away from the audience and do it that way. But it all feels like, and then this happened, and then these people died, and then this happened. Then the president, oh, ho you thought he wasn't going to die? He did die. And if you did think he was going to die, good on you. Uh, and then there's these guys, and then these guys are trying to get on the ship. They just met them. Just right now. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It all feels so... But also, I understand. In, in a march, after after a long day of 8th grade classes, 
Your dad picks you up. You see a movie. You watch it. This is perfectly fine. Right? <laughs> it's perfectly fine. This is, yeah. I, I want, yeah, I want I just, my seat to It bugs wiggle. me. But also, I get you. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it is... It's the problem, I mean, not completely. In a, or Let me rephrase that. In another way, it's kind of like some people's problem with the Marvel movies. It's like, at least say something. If you're going to be big, if you're going to be huge, if you're yeah. going to dominate, say something. If you're going to be this big and so bombastic and so many extras are going to die, you know it's going to annoy someone. Again, 9-11 happened eight years ago. Uh, at least tell say something. Yeah. Even if it is just we all need to work together. Even if it's that, say something. And this movie ultimately says nothing. Yeah. Because all the people who survive are still all the shitty people who like paid a billion euros a seat to like get on here, except for like the main characters. And then the random workers who, like, also stormed the boat. But, like, everyone else, I don't know. It does, it's, what, the movie, the reason. They never, like, the that big group of people never, like, works together. Yes, that's the big thing. You wish they did. Because then your movie is something. Like, the thing comes down and they all just, like, storm it. And they don't do any, like, it's just like, okay. Mm-hmm. Sure. Like the only people who like ever help other people are like the people who work on the boat and like the main characters. Yeah. And other poor people. <laughs> other poor people. Uh, it's just weird. It it is my thing with this movie is is that it does show that a government will lie. And if we've learned anything from the past year. Remember when we when I I mean in New York, we used to love Mr. Cuomo. Waking up every morning to watch his briefings. It was it was a nice security in a rough, rough and rocky time. And now he's betrayed <laughs> us like everyone else. I mean, government has always sucked. And I'm I don't know. I, I it makes I've known for a long time not to like trust those people like they are very rarely in it for anything but themselves mm-hmm. um you know they they spout off like oh i want to help the people i want to do all this stuff but it's like if you look at any elected official just look at like for the most part even politicians i like they lie they they bullshit you and they and they Make promises that never happen, that they break immediately. Like, uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff. Obviously, some politicians do it way less. Yeah, and some politicians do it way more. Even, but it happens. Even, like even my even my boy Yagmeet Singh, I'm sure, has told some bullshit before. I love that guy. He's a, I think he would be a fantastic leader for this country. But if he fucks up, I'm still going to hold him accountable. Like That makes me so scared for AOC. Because, ugh. Yeah. It's like, I want to put my trust in you. 
But I don't know. The past two hundred years have told me not to. <laughs> That's the thing. Like it's like it's like I want to trust you because because you want to trust the people who are in charge of everything, yes. right? Like you want to be able to do that. But just historically, it's hard. It's hard to be like, yeah, I trust these people, and especially when shitty people keep getting elected, and you know, we're he says both it how, of our, it, how it is. Yeah, both of our like home states provinces that you're lucky enough to not be in but i am unlucky enough to be in have elected horrible people as their leaders yeah and now these places are suffering texas and alberta are both in like horrible spots because of our awful awful elected leaders jason kenny is like one of the worst politicians in canada like he's a horrible dude he constantly bullshits and lies and has like cut funding to healthcare and education but Sam, and stuff and like Sam, all this stuff. Freedom! <laughs> Freedom! <laughs> it's the funniest clip in the world. Uh, yeah. Ted Cruz like joking about going to Cancun in the middle of this storm is like the worst shit. In the- like that's, uh, he's a big pile of shit. Yo, yo. Anyone, anyone, anyone I see supporting Ted Cruz still on site. I'm, I'm making fun it's of you. It's on site. On site, I'm making fun of you. Really? Yeah. Like, yeah, no. If you still support Trump, post, post the Capitol riots, you're a terrorist. No, no, no. But, like, if you're, if you're conservative, <laughs> if you're a Republican, different lifestyles, sure. If you're still with Ted Cruz, no, on site, on site. <laughs> on site, I'm calling you a dweeb. <laughs> he left. He left and went to Cancun and joked about it. And, and made threw, goofs. And threw his daughters under the bus. He threw his daughters under the bus. What is he going to do yeah. to you? <laughs> yeah. What is he going to do to you? I mean, yeah. Uh, Can he... Is like lied constantly. His whole campaign was he was talking about. Oh no, I'm not going to cut any funding. Like he like there was this big thing at one of his like rallies or whatever the fuck. He like signed this big piece of paper that said like I Jason Kenny swear that I will not cut any healthcare spending if I get elected uh, as the as the um, premier. And guess what he's done. Many times in the past couple of years, it's. I'll give you. A, I'll give you three you guesses. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, healthcare spent like he's cut healthcare. He's like given tax breaks to oil workers and oil billionaires and all this bullshit, and like fucked up this province so much. Hundreds, like it's not the same. It's not. The, the amount, the death toll of COVID in America and Canada, very different. Mm-hmm. Um, Trump cost hundreds of thousands of lives in, Over in your... Over 500,000. Half a million Americans died unnecessarily. Um, and hundreds of Albert, like hundreds, almost a thousand Albertans, over a thousand Albertans have, have died because of Kenny, because he refused to keep us in lockdown. He refused to go into lockdown when doctors were like, hey... If we go if we go into lockdown right now, we can save people. We can save hundreds and hundreds of people from this from this 
deadly disease. And Kenny was like, nah, fuck you. Go to Hudson's. Like, bars bars are have to be open. Fuck you. They have to. And we have hundreds, to stipulate hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of of Albertans have died because of because of him. Like it's all it's his fault. What about those people who need to make a living? What about the restaurant owners? What about them? Oh, he just paid them. You just paid them. You just give them. You just give, you just them, give them money. money. Well, well, what about money? Doesn't exist. See, that's the thing. Money doesn't exist. We get back to here. Also, money doesn't exist. Money doesn't exist, and you have given that money to like oil companies this entire time. Just stop giving them money and give that money to other people. Like you have the fake money. It it's there. You can just change who it goes to. And you choose every day to not do that. And it's awful because like the company like obviously the places in Edmonton specifically <coughs> that like opened up when it was like, oh, it's time to open up were the big corporations. It, it, the national chains. It wasn't the like local, uh, like mom and pop restaurant. It wasn't the local like Pabinati's. Like this whole time has been like we don't we aren't doing in house dining. You can pick up your order or or you can get delivery. You cannot sit here. We're just gonna give you your food and you can get the fuck out. And it's like dope. That's good. They've been able to stay in business because of that. But like when when I went to that fire yesterday. We, like, walked past a bunch of, like, very full bars. And none of those people have the vaccine. None of us are eligible yet. (sighs) Government sucks. Global warming also sucks. Global warming also sucks. Like, I get it. If you don't want this to be a global warming film, sure, whatever. This movie's already two hours and 40 minutes. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no. There's a reason why <laughs> there's a this is a fictional movie in a fictional world. But it would have been nice to know there was a reason why all this happened instead yeah. of the Mayans got it right. Yeah. Well, I mean, oh, you mean in the movie? Yeah, okay. in the film. Because in real life, we know exactly why this shit is happening. Yes, yes, yes. In, in cool. the film. Uh, again, I get it. I understand. Movie get a movie. Um, yeah. Global, yeah. Global warming. Sure. Do you want to do, do just because? Like, I kind of want to know, and I'm sure some of our audience cares. Your family's all safe from the storm uh-huh. in Texas. Everyone's good. Oh yeah, everyone's good. Everyone's uh, safe. But you do know that snow's fake. Um. <laughs> what? Oh, Sam, do you not know? I've seen some TikToks of people trying to melt snow with a candle, and I'm like, that's it's not going to work, but okay. Yeah, no, there's there's a group of people who think that snow is fake. That Bill Gates built a snow machine like Lex Luthor <laughs> at Snow, Texas. How, like Lex how Luthor. much are you joking right now? Like zero. on a scale of one to ten, like zero. Like me saying like Lex Luthor. That's it. <laughs> what? I bet it's a small amount, but it's about it's a it's a, it's a nothing about to to make me raise an eyebrow. 
Andrew, I'm so sorry. But yeah, no, my family's all safe. Uh, just frozen okay. pipes, but everything else is good. They're all doing well right now. Um, for the most part, yeah, all all friends are also doing well. I mean, life's hard during a pandemic, and hey, you can't turn on water, right? Yeah. Uh, that's the thing. Good God. It's quite just be a leader, Ted Cruz. That's the thing. It's not. Yeah. It's not. I understand. Is your does your your wife was there? Yes, your wife was there. Yes. You don't have to go. <laughs> That's it. I understand if if your wife was busy, if she was working, or if if you, if for some reason uh, your wife wasn't there. I get it. You want to do things for your family. You are, you are a representative. And you're going to leave? You're going to leave the country? Bruh. Bruh. Yeah. Bruh. Not a good look. And he wants to be president. Yeah. I want to say he ain't never going to be president now, but for the last time I said that, oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Yeah. When California burns to a crisp, I'll see him in China. I'll see him I'll see yeah. him in Africa going well. Yeah. My children just needed to get away from the stress. Freedom the That's Ted Cruz. Thing is I know we're running long. Like No, it's fine. I feel like I feel like he's making himself a character. I feel like... Yeah. And the last character won. I'm just very curious to see what the year of Ted... This year of Ted Cruz. Uh, especially the, the next, you know, three years. The next two years. Because he's going to run in 2024. That's going to happen. Yeah. He... It was... In 2015, it was him and Trump. They were neck and neck. And then Trump yeah. won. Uh, man, could you imagine? Oh man, the beautiful world in which Ted Cruz became president instead. It's a horrible sentence to say, but it's not wrong. No, I keep, I still, I still keep thinking because I'm like, dang, what if, what if, what if instead of Barack Obama, John McCain won? What if John McCain won? Then people would go, all right, we should give it to a woman this time. Then Hillary wins. Then we're out of this whole mess. But maybe not. Maybe John does a real good job. Then Mitt wins. And then, and then, and then, why why did we end up in this dumb timeline? And there's probably worse timelines. Probably. There's definitely worse timelines. There's definitely worse timelines. Um, There's a timeline where this movie wasn't fiction. (laughs) Yeah. That's that's just a fact. Um, yeah. Uh, is there anything is else weird. you want to say? This movie does say, about... hey, you watching this, in this world, you died. Do you have a billion dollars? Yeah, you Do you died. have a billion euros for you and each member of your family? Do you? I guess if Roald Emmerich, he could say that the government line is him commenting on climate change. 
Especially, especially, uh, that was a big thing. A lot of the, the entire American government was like, ah, climate change is a hoax. Well, they, well, especially they in 2009. Like we keep saying it, but, but they, they changed public perception to call it climate change instead of global warming because climate change is a less scary thing to say. That was, hey, guess what? The U.S. government. Global warming is a scary word. That's a true fact. Comparatively to yeah. climate change. Yeah. Those are, those are the thing, spitting out straight facts, son. Yeah. Uh, but global warming is real and it's horrifying and it's a big way. It's a big part of how I live my life, which is like, a crazy thing to think about. Dude. But like, I tell people this all the time. We're going to talk about global warming now. This is going to be a long episode because we got to talk about this. Um, I, talk, I tell I tell people this all the time. Like whenever, well, not all the time. Whenever this conversation of course, of course, comes yeah. up. Not all the time. I'm not, I'm not just yelling this on the streets. <laughs> I'm not that guy <laughs> at a party, please. Not that guy. Um, but like, I... Would love to have children. I think that would be a wonderful experience if I could find someone, a partner that I love dearly and we wanted to spend our lives together and we wanted to raise little babies and I was in a financially like stable enough position to do so. I would love to do that. But also, I'm very aware that the world is dying. It's like slowly every year we get closer and closer to it just being un- uninhabitable. So I'm like, I won't have kids. Like, I won't have kids until I know the world is safe for them. Until I know that they can live a full life without having to deal with the literal apocalypse. Was it seven? Because seven years. Scientists. We are past. We are past the point of of being able to reverse it. All we can do now is like slow it down. All we can do. We we're long. We're like ten years past the point of being able to to stop it. We just have to slow it down enough that we can try and find a better solution. And governments still refuse to do it. Constantly. They want it. They're just like, yeah, I don't know. Well, let's just destroy. Uh, I won't be We're going to run this oil pipeline through, through the mountains. That'll be fine. That won't destroy anything. We're going to, we're going to, you know drill a oil out of the ocean oops it spilled oopsies baby baby did a messy <laughs> maybe if it was underground under the ocean it was there for a reason we weren't supposed to tap tap around with it yeah but yeah i mean it, and it, and it's it's horrifying like here in edmonton um because like it's it Winter is winter is fucked. Winter is fucked now. Um, it's part of, in case you don't know, part of global warming. Part of this problem is that the seasons are gonna like shift, yeah. like through like they're gonna sort of change where they are. Um, so winter in Edmonton is now super fucky. When I was a kid, I remember winter being November and December were super cold all the time. That was the coldest months of the year. Yeah. Always. By January, February, it was starting to warm up. It's still cold, but it's like, we're getting there. 
And now, fucking February is our coldest month. January sometimes. It's insane. It's it's horrifying. Like like we we got down to minus forty for like two weeks, and now we're back up to like it's like supposed to be plus five this week. It's insane. It is insane. This this fluctuation in weather is absolutely hor- horrifying. I hate it. I hate it. Every time someone's like, "Well, at least the weather's supposed to be nice," I go, "Yeah," and then I die a little bit inside. <laughs> What I've been saying lately is I was like, dang, I remember being being young, being a kid, and saying, hey, and hearing uh, Al Gore say, your kids are going to have to take this responsibility. And I was like, whew, my kids. And now I'm this age, and I was like, wait, no, I'm the kid. Oh, no. I'm the kid. I'm the kid. I'm the kid. Oh, no. Yeah. I thought you meant my kids. Stop. Stupid me thinking I'm older than I actually am. Yeah, no, we're uh, yeah. It uh, it's horrifying to think about. The world is slowly dying every day, and there's nothing we can do about it. The thing that really bugs me is so many people like put the onus on on individual people. But guess what? The population, I think it's like less than ten percent of the world's global warming problems come from just everyday people. The rest of it comes from like five companies. If the earth, if the earth was a person, I don't care if you throw litter on me. Don't stab me and take my blood out. Yeah. Like it's kind of insane. It's like three companies are like 70% of, of like emissions or something that are fucking with the earth. Like, Three companies. Do you know what companies? Name names, Sam. Uh, I know ExxonMobil is one. Yeah. Um, I can't remember the other ones. There are other big companies, mm-hmm. but it's all like the, the biggest contributors are are obviously huge international companies. I think Coca Cola is up there. It's not one of the main three, but it's like they have a huge problem. Um, lots of lots of weird shit, man. It's weird how 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 people can exploit people and things and just not feel that like gnawing feeling inside that some of yeah, us right? do. Do you not care about other humans? Like, is that like what's your problem? Like, here? I'm not a say. I've been mean and rude to people, but then I'm like, dang, you're right. I was mean and rude. I can't do Damn, that. I was. I can't do that again. Or you know, I regret it and then change for the future. In a, in yeah, a you become weeks. a better person. <laughs> but I mean, that's that's the uh, that's the what's the thing they talk about in the good place? It's like uh, Eleanor never got over that like us versus them mm-hmm. thing. It's like the world hasn't gotten over that part. It's like yeah, we all need to take care of everybody. That's just how it is. I feel like I've been rambling a lot. Do you want to, do you have anything to say or are you just like uh, chilling? Excuse me. Um, yeah. Uh, movie fine. It's fine. In Andrew Thomas's opinion. You doing anything for the Golden Globes? <laughs> Golden Globes? Yeah, those are tonight. 
They are? Yeah. No. Amy Poehler and Tina Fey. They're hosting. Oh, they're a good hosting yeah. duo. They're always fun. Do you like either of their shows? Their big shows? I haven't seen them. Ah. So I don't know. I like them when they show up in other stuff. Yeah. yeah every time either of them pop up, you're like, oh, this just this is going to elevate. Oh, wait. Yeah, I was like, ooh, like, like Amy Poehler shows up. I'm like, oh, damn, here we go, baby. Let's do it. Let's get funny. Uh, I've been but. I've been doing 30 Rock lately. Love 30 Rock. Nice. Love Tina Fey. Yeah. Queen. I bet uh Disney finally put their fucking Fox catalog on Disney Plus, so I'm I'm watching Futurama. Oh hey. Oh yeah, everywhere except here. I was like, did they? But I remember hearing about Really? This. Did they not do it in not the States? In America. Nope. That's well you guys have Hulu, so we do have Hulu. Yeah, we do That's have Hulu. All that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um anything you anyway. want to say? No, I just, I felt like I was talking a lot and you were being kind of quiet, so I wasn't sure. I'm just sad about the world now. (laughs) I'm sorry. No, you're good. You're good. Every every time we end the podcast, I'm always like, well, back back to this. Oh, I'm sorry. No, we're good. good. My name is Sam Vanigan. I'm Andrew Thomas. Uh, You can find the podcast all over the place at Welcome Back Pod. Uh, if you want to support us by following us, that means the world. Uh, if you want to join Linux Studios in producing us uh, on our Patreon, you can join for as little as $5 a month. Yeah. Get a bonus episode every single month. Yacht, yacht, yacht. Damn it on the usual. <laughs> um, but if you don't have the money to uh, support us over there, we totally get it. This Patreon has existed exclusively within the pandemic. <laughs> Uh, which I say every week, and it sucks every time. Every time. Um, <laughs> I've literally uh, launched so, the week of. Yeah, like that. Like we were like, oh yeah, March. We'll like launch it up at the end of March, April. Like we'll be on Patreon. Hell yeah, baby! And then like middle of March was like, mm, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Remember the hunt. Yeah. Um, so if you don't have the money uh, to support us, we totally understand. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Anyway. Uh, and if you want to also support the show, please review us on the different uh, platforms. Follow us on those things. Like us, uh, like the track, review the podcast, review the tracks, whatever it is on all the different pod catchers of your choice. And how else can they help out the show, Andrew? Listen, the world's going to end. At least end it with a buddy. At least end it with us. Tell your friends about us. Uh <laughs> If someone told me I'm going to listen to your podcast at the end of the world, I would probably cry. I'd, I'd say why. <laughs> I would also be confused. But thank you. Why do you want to listen to our episode of of Zombie Land Two? Why do you want <laughs> that to be the last thing you ever heard? Actually, strike that. From you really want to hear us talk about Zack Snyder's Justice League every as the last conversation you ever hear? No. 19 more days. Can you believe it? And, and culture ends with thunderous applause. Uh, but tell your friend. <laughs> this is this is how the world ends. I want, I tried to hype myself up. Pause. I tried to hype myself up for, for the movie. I'm like, alright. Okay. You know what? An artist is gonna come back and 
do the movie that they want to do. That's cool. That's cool for art. Awesome. And then I'm just like, but it's Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yeah. I even if it, I like Zack Snyder, I'm cool with it being Zack Snyder. Justice League. We did it. Who cared? It came yeah. out and it was fine. I heard an executive. Yeah. Uh, did you see this quote? With an executive said it was a steaming pile of poop, and we can't. <laughs> and Christopher Nolan saw it. Uh, Christopher Nolan and Zack Snyder's wife. And Christopher Nolan said, yeah. Zack Snyder could never watch this movie. Yeah, I, I read that piece. It was really like, good. Like, the movie's bad. Movie's not that bad. It's not. Movie's not that bad. It's, it's okay movie. Tell your friends about us. That's that's the lesson you can take away from this. Yeah. Tell your friends. Uh, thanks so much again for listening to the show. Um, I don't know. Look up the werewolf, uh, Africa by Toto werewolf theory. It's fascinating.